Hi, I'm Mark Rennick. This is Victory Over Sin. This is Victory Over Sin. My name is Mark Rennick. Good Saturday afternoon to all of you in the Treasure Valley. Hope your weekend is going well. Victory Over Sin is a show that is sponsored by the Systemic Change of Idaho. And Systemic Change of Idaho is a, let's call it an advocacy group for the Southwest Council for St. Vincent de Paul. We have a mandate, if you will, to address the issues that affect people who we call returning citizens, people who are on parole, and people who have been in the system and are returning back into our communities. We attempt to put together the issues that they deal with and present those to Idahoans, hopefully in a manner that allows them to think about those, become more enlightened, and become more insightful about them, and to become more advocates for Uh, welcoming those people back into the society that we live in. Uh, It's a big, huge task, and uh, we seem to get busier and busier each week, and this week is another one of those weeks where we've kind of gotten busy, where lots of exciting stuff has happened, and I get to share those with you. Uh, First and foremost is something that we've begun now about a month ago, where we meet people on a daily basis as they are returning from incarceration, the first day out. We bill that as the resource and coffee shop for returning citizens. It meets and it is operational between 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. So if you're out there in the desert or you have friends who are about to be released, this might be the first place that you want to come and drop in, say hi, and connect We'll give you information about different programs in the Valley, and we will also write you a voucher for $25 for clothing from one of the St. Vincent de Paul thrift stores, if you like. It's a good stop. We have coffee, we have donuts, and we'll share in terms of people who are there on staff and our volunteers who have been in the system and who know the system and who have worked in it. So that's really a good stop. It is located in the Peer Wellness Building, offices on 963 South Orchard Street, Suite 101. And uh, Peer Wellness is a a drop-in facility for all people in terms of their addictions and issues funded by the county. But they don't open until noon, so we have that office all to ourselves that morning. So if you know somebody who's about to get out, or if you're about to get out and you're in the desert, say, hey, I'm going to stop by there on the way, and I can get a voucher for some clothes and connect up with people who have been in your spot uh, on an ongoing basis and might just be able to offer some help. That's very good. I think we what we found this week is we've been talking about this for well over a month and the numbers are starting to pick up. But I had a conversation with the uh, Idaho Department of Corrections facil- uh, administrator, let's say, and she was attempting to help us support this. And it was, even though she had the flyer and the information in front of her, she really didn't understand it. And I was able to kind of get her enthusiasm up about it. And so hopefully uh, the efforts that they have made to get those this information to case managers will be out there and more readily available to those people who are uh, leaving the institutions. It's difficult because each institution pretty much has a policy as they leave that you know has different checklists for the people as they leave, you know, ISCC or uh, Sicky or the Yard or Max or the women's facilities out there. So it's all of them have almost a different procedure. So we really have to get on the same plane 
we have been dropping off flyers at different institutions as those of us who are volunteers and pick people up do. But we're trying to get that information out. It's growing and it's starting to work. And we see the – had an instance this week where we actually saw a lady who was in her early 60s who was kind of overwhelmed and we got to calm her down and get her going on her way. And that's the effort that we attempt to do. And it's a real positive thing that we're doing. So we're, we're excited about that. And we're excited about the future of this. This hopefully in a year from now will be something that – uh, will be a huge kind of event where people will gather there in the morning. And as somebody comes back in, there'll be somebody there to greet them, somebody maybe to take them to PNP or to Health and Welfare for food stamps or connect them up with a living arrangement. So that's the idea behind this, and, and it's off to a good start. We're happy about it. Also this week, we had a meeting for our steering committee last Monday night. And I love this group. It's an energetic group. Uh, you certainly are, can be invited if uh, you are excited about helping us change the direction of the way people view those of us who are incarcerated and who have been incarcerated. Uh, we will, I will give you the information towards the end of the show to get in touch with me, or you can always call the station. They'll, they know who Mark is, and they'll figure that out. Uh, but that might be something. But at this meeting on Monday, we had a really good turnout. For us, we had some new people who are interested in being uh, speakers, if you will, because we're attempting to develop a speakers bureau where we'll, where this systemic change of Idaho will be a contact spot for people to call in and say, hey, I don't know anything about the IDOC system. Why don't you come out and educate us? And then these volunteers, these speakers, if you will, will go out and put together a we will put together a very classy PowerPoint presentation with videos and explain the system to different service groups, to different churches, to different HR departments, if you will, to different corporations or anyone for that matter that wants to understand about the Department of Corrections from the perspective of the person who's been in the system, who's living it, and who has those issues that are ongoing. It's more powerful. It uh, will be a professional situation that we develop, and we're doing it real uh, in, a, in a fashion that's professional so that when the product is done, it will not be somebody saying, you know, this is what happened to me, this is what happened to me. It won't be that way. It'll be professional. It'll be uh, something that people can absorb, learn from, and hopefully make all, not only our community better, but the state better. One of the couple of the things that we agreed to is uh, we're going to do a premiere of, there's a documentary called Beyond the Wall that was premiered in Sun Valley last month, and we went to the premiere. It was an exciting movie, and I think it depicts in some ways the difficulties of being in the system and kind of surviving. We're looking to have a kind of a local premiere of that, hopefully at the Flicks, and we'll, you'll hear more information about that as that becomes uh, available. We also agreed for a July workshop for people who are interested. Say you're thinking about wanting to be a speaker, or you might, but we're going to have something at the Linen Building probably in July. Again, look for those dates. We'll have speakers there, local, and somebody else probably from the Northwest region coming. And then we've also agreed one more time to do the listening forum, like was very successful for us in February. We're going to do another one of those in October. October is the month right after Recovery Month, so everybody will be kind of involved, and we'll have a bigger kind of listening forum as the organization grows. So we're excited about that. That happened Monday night. Again, any of the things that I share with you as we go forward that you need involvement with, call us at the station or contact me at the numbers that are going to be listed at the end of the show. Uh, the other thing we met this week on Thursday night, we went down to uh, the uh, 
Ada County Courthouse and met some of our elected officials from the county level. The commissioners were there. In particular, I was after connecting with uh, Jan Bennett, who is the prosecuting attorney. Uh, She's an elected official, and certainly we have some issues about as people uh, get back in the system again and again, she has control over a lot of the ways we are treated as we get back into that courthouse down there. And that was real interesting. We hope to have her on the show at some point in time or a representative of hers on time. We also have many of the issues that are strong for us in terms of banning the box and stuff on felony applications affect those commissioners and they can make those decisions. That was exciting. And this is the kinds of things that we as the organization and our volunteers are doing and we're excited about it. Friday was another day in which housing from the Intermountain Fair Housing Association had a workshop down at City Hall. And I was there. It was good. Again, this is networking, pulling together all of us who are working as uh, trying to address the issues that we deal with on an ongoing basis. And this is one of those lead point guys who kind of uh, raised the flag for people who have been discriminated against in housing and certainly people who have felony convictions on their backgrounds are discriminated against in housing. We learned some great things there, made some great contacts there. And hope to have some of those officials, too, on the show. So we'll talk about housing in the future. Very complex issue for those of us who have uh, incarceration in our background. Uh, And I'm talking to you at uh, 1230 in the afternoon. Hopefully you have just left uh, an event sponsored by St. Vincent de Paul at uh, the State Street store, thrift store at State Street, in which we've been sprucing that up. If not, you probably still have a little time. Run down there and help us kind of. We've been volunteers who have benefited from the reentry conference through St. Vincent de Paul, have been down there attempting to give that back and spruce up the store. It needs a lot of work that can't always be done with uh, the amount of people flowing through there. And we're working on landscaping. We paint in the front of the building today, and it will should have been exciting. I hope you're there. We actually have lunch. If you leave now, you can probably head down there and get lunch. So those are the things certainly that we've been dealing with on an ongoing basis. It's an exciting kind of time, and uh, we're excited about that. We're doing good. So that's kind of a synopsis of what we've been doing so far. One of the things we're going to do today's show is to do two things in particular. Uh, Take a look at uh, an event. Actually, we're taking a look at this issue is not just something that we've made up about Idaho. It is a national organization. I'm going to use a a parody, if you will, of a man uh, many people know, John Oliver, who We'll say he's colorful. We're on a Christian radio station, so this isn't going to be something that he talks about all the time on his show on HBO. But he really did talk about the prison system and the difficulties of the prison system. Um, he does a, he does a parody that we're going to play here for a few minutes, and it really does highlight that this is not just an Idaho thing. This is a national issue in terms of addressing incarceration and who we incarcerate and why we incarcerate them and what the mandates for that incarceration are. So with that, we're going to introduce, uh, we're going to do a tape of um, John Oliver. I love this because the piece is at the end of his kind of monologue, if you will. He is parroting uh, the need to understand the incarceration rate, and he goes back to Sesame Street. And so We're going to pick up the spot where he's saying that boy mass incarceration is difficult, and then he's going to go over and he's going to start talking to the characters from Sesame Street. And I think this is, it's clever, it's cute. I like it. If you don't like it, then you can kind of let me know towards the end of the show. But 
we're going to attempt to do some of this stuff as we go forward too, because it's important that we look at it from all aspects. But I would love your feedback. Again, towards the end of the show, you'll let me know and you can get in touch with us. So without further ado, we're going to do Mr. John Oliver from his show HBO on the prison system. Private prisons are bad, yes, but the whole system just seems fundamentally broken. You know what? I, I think, if you don't mind, I need a minute. I, I actually need some help understanding this, if you don't mind. Hey, John. Uh, you seem sad. Yeah. Yeah, I, I am sad, Timmy. It's just... I've, I've been looking at the prison conditions in America and the whole system is just so horribly broken. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Uh, my daddy's in jail right now for a low-level drug offense. You see, that's exactly what I'm talking about, Timmy. That's crazy. Well, yeah. my daddy's in jail because he killed four people. Yeah, well, oh, 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 okay, he's actually a dangerous individual who needs to be in jail, so that's not really the same yeah, thing. No, no, no. My daddy's in jail and people pay money to see him. Yeah, that's actually a zoo. That's different. <laughs> He's in a zoo, yeah, okay? Yeah. It looks the same to him. Well, let's not conflate the two. Okay. Oh, he's gone. Okay. Hey, uh, hey, hey, John, how badly broken is the prison system? Yeah. Mr. Oliver, yeah. would it make you feel better if we sing about it? Yeah. Well, it can't hurt. Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. 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 It's a fact that needs to be spoken. America's prisons are broken. It's a hard truth about incarceration Prisons are needed for a civilized nation But mandatory minimums for heroin and crack Stack the system against Hispanics and Blacks mm -hmm. Our prison population is bigger than Slovenia Cause we put people in jail instead of treating schizophrenia No, I don't! They put my dad in jail cause they say he's a monster! Oh, so what, 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 what did he do? Nothing. They just said he looked like a monster. Well, that's racial profiling, and that's wrong, too. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. It's a fact that needs to be spoken. America's prisons are broken. Prison conditions are a national disgrace. With violence. And maggots. And possibly rape. And we shouldn't lock up reptiles just to look at their face. Those are zoos. Those are zoos. Your dad is an alligator in a zoo. Okay. I'm a crocodile. I'm a crocodile. We all oh, look alike, right? Yeah. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. That, no, no, you can't put that on me. That is clearly not what I was saying. No. That's so ignorant. Oh, As we were saying, it's a fact that needs to be spoken. America's prisons are broken! America's broken prison system is brought to you by decades of neglect, mm. a lack of political courage, and a generous donation by the Geo Group, yeah. as well mm. as viewers like you. Yes! Okay, that was uh, John Oliver from his show on HBO. Um, and I hope, hopefully, like I said, it, that made that. We, tr we tried that little clip in my Victory Over Sin meeting this week, and it worked real well to get people's interest. Uh, I don't know, something about the Muppets kind of helped, I think. So hopefully that worked for you. If not, let us know. Uh, one of the things that um, we get to do from time to time is have guests come in. And I'm, I'm always intrigued by what happens behind the scenes. And one of the people who actually make this program work for me and makes it easier for me is a man by the name of Justin Morris. And Justin Morris is with us this morning. Justin, how are you? 
Hey, Mark, I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me. Hopefully you guys, if you listen to this radio station all the time, you recognize that voice. Hey, he is. <laughs> he's got his own show here, and he's behind the scenes and does almost everything. The Voice Underground is a cool show in yeah. terms of... Uh, Play some good Christian music. Good Christian music. Should I mix it up a little bit? And I think, Justin, I, again, I'm always intrigued by the things that make this make things work. And Justin is one of those key people here at the station who all of us rely on to make things work when the microphones don't work, when everything <laughs> doesn't work. It's like, Justin, why is this and why is this? And he's behind the scenes with Doug's show Extra, and he just does pretty much everything here. What's your official title here at this station? You know, I don't really know. I I think uh, officially I can say I'm the webmaster That's for the station. So, And then I call myself kind of a production assistant. And what, and what I have relied on him or come to rely on him for with the show Victory Over Sin is to help us navigate, if you will, our webpage presence and our social media presence. He's helped uh, develop uh, now an Instagram and uh, set up the Facebook situation. I kind of, I do most of the Facebook sort of stuff, but he helps me with uh, the actually the new uh, www.systemicchangeofid.com page, which if you're a been watching us over a period of time you know that that's changed a little bit and it's going to get much better right that's right that's right so what we're attempting to do is to make this better for you as the audience to understand what we're doing because what we're trying to do is to reach what we do in idaho i'm trying to reach because other people do it in the other 49 states and so what we want to do is show that victory over sin sponsored by Systemic Change of Idaho, has this presence that's sophisticated and ongoing, and that's what we're attempting to do, right? That's right, that's right. Now, I will say that, um, you know, you're the man with the plan, so I kind of, I try to help you out and help implement, so. Yeah. But, and I will say, the the whole social media thing, I mean, I try to emulate you a little bit, because maybe I'd get it going, but you're you're posting, you're active on it, and uh, always checking in on Facebook. It's like, uh, well, the, I don't know whether that's, people say, what, why do you do all that stuff? Well, I think in part what we need to do as good Christians who are trying to change people's attitudes, uh, we've got to be real open and honest about who we are and what we do and where we are and what we're doing. Some people say, what in the world do you do all that stuff for? But that's a way to let people know what we're doing and how we're doing it. Because uh, hopefully, again, I always look at the people who are listening to me on the in the desert as you get out you need to really be transparent you need to be real honest you need to share what's in your heart as you have a relationship with jesus christ and 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 as we're trying to change a prison system here in idaho boy that's hard because we've got to win over a bunch of people who are certainly lost or on that secular community and we've got to make sure that they do that in a way that makes sense to them and that's not always that easy and you have to do that by doing the right thing mm-hmm. that's and i think that's what you're helping me do yeah, well, I, I try to help you guys out. So. Yes, and he's also a musician too. Talk, tell me your tell me about your group. Oh well, you know, so I uh, I have another player, so we're kind of a duet, right? But I play guitar, and my other friend Eric Stone plays the trombone, mm-hmm. and uh, so we often uh, we've gotten together and played jazz. We play a little jazz, blues, a little bit of everything, some pop tunes, some Beatles tunes, and uh, we've gotten uh, some gigs at some restaurants around town. Our most recent one. At the Schnitzel Garden in in Eagle, so that was a lot of fun. Um, But what's the name of the group? We call ourselves the Sugar Beat Factory, and that's B E A T. 
And it's kind of uh, recalling the, uh, or making mention of the Sugar Beet Factory in Nampa. That's because you guys are both from Nampa. We're both from Nampa. I love that. I mean, do you see why audience or people listening to me and why I like that? Because that's clever. That's insightful. (laughs) That's cool. I thought that, what a great name. That has nothing to do with uh, systemic change or victory over sin. No, but but it has everything to do with you, which makes this program (laughs) work and which makes it work. I mean, uh, certainly the Idahoans are not going to change their view of people who have been in the system by listening to my voice. They do it by the enthusiasm and the coming together of volunteers and people who help us, like you, who help me articulate the stuff that I need to articulate so that uh, I can get that across to them. And you help me do it. I always come and say, can we do this? And can we do this? Or how do we do this? And (laughs) you say, no, Mark, you can't do that, but you can do this. (laughs) Talk about, uh, in terms of media, because... Uh, there's an age difference between Mr. Morrison and me. Everyone's why he'll point that out how many decades there are and the difference of us. But tell me how what you see. There's at, many though. There are many, the, many decades. There are many decades. Just to make you feel better. <laughs> he he comes in every once in a while and makes me feel badly. But um, <laughs> in terms of how we get this across, because uh, we just went to Instagram, which is kind of like my new buddy, and I like it, and we're trying to build up those followers on Instagram. There is systemic change of ID at Instagram. And who's uh, Instagram is for who, the web page is for who, Facebook is for who. I know you're opinionated about all that stuff. Yeah, well, you know, I don't have too much opinions. And I think, uh, like, I am a millennial, but I was once called a Gen Xer in a millennial body. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, I kind of like, that's just even, personally, I stray from that, the social media myself. But it is, I mean, so many people are active and it's, the way to reach different kinds of people, you know, and I can't tell you exactly, but it seems like the Instagram that's kind of for kind of the younger generation, Facebook, the older generation. But even in that, I mean, I mean, you're, you're on Instagram. So by no means is there like a, a strict barrier, no, I understand. but, but you use these mediums to reach different audiences and kind of use different functions where Instagram, it seems to lend itself more easily towards, Oh, what's happening right now? Oh, I took this picture, put it up. It's mm-hmm. kind of a little more immediate, it seems, than Facebook, where it's kind of maybe Facebook is more thought out and maybe you say a little more stuff where Instagram is even more just kind of like art driven even with pictures yep. and those kind of it's things. Gra- I think, don't you think almost uh, in terms of the when you're trying to present an image or you're trying to present a concept, Instagram almost works a little bit better in that vein because you can yeah. you can take that picture and you can say, oh, and bang, and this is that or whatever mm-hmm. that is. And so that's sort of what I like about it. Now, we haven't gone to Twitter, or yeah. that, which, uh, which I don't know whether we ever will or not, but we haven't gone there and we haven't gone to Snapchat. So, yeah. And uh, you tell me to stay away from that, basically. Yeah, well, Snapchat, I'm not too sure about Snapchat. I know, I know my friends do it. I mean, and I don't want to sound like, outdated but it's just again a different audience well, you're almost you know? pushing 25 now yeah I know. So which you, is crazy I know yeah it's crazy but um <laughs> <laughs> but i think the ultimate goal in all of this it's not just to have a presence it's not just to be on instagram but it's a different way to interact a mm-hmm. different way to connect and you'll find um you know if you listen to different radio shows or podcasts they're using twitter and that's the way they found that they connect with their audience but in in Twitter, you can only send a tweet of 140 characters, so there's yeah. not much, like, 
really intentional, solid dialogue that can take place, you know, so if you want a real conversation, sometimes you have to move that someplace else. But it's just a matter of what avenue you want to use to connect. Yeah, and I think yeah. what obviously what we want to do, and again, uh, I'm, I'm looking to an audience to help me see if we're making that work. I think what we try to do is to present information to you either through the dot com through the facebook page or through instagram that allows you to think and say what are these guys doing and what are they doing and do i need to kind of link on to where i watch what they're doing because this is of interest to me and i think that's what we're really trying to do and that's what justin kind of keeps me in check with in terms of how we do uh tell me about the dot com page can do so many different things because that's like the core of what we've done, yet it's been the last thing that we've gotten in place. We're going to attempt to put some of the, many of the shows up Mm -hmm. on on the dot com, and then we're going to attempt to put many of the issues that we're going to do on the webpage now as going forward, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the, so, I mean, basically it's just, it's just the website, and it's just the place that's going to be the central hub for systemic change, and, and we want to provide those connections as you have different events, different opportunities, maybe different um, areas that our audience can engage in certain ways. Um, and so we're just trying to make that a place to go to to find out some info. If you're, you know, if you're coming out and wondering about different issues, you can go here, listen to some great interviews. You know, we had a great interview from someone from the Department of Labor, and I can't think of his name right now, but Tim, Tim Lay. Yeah, given mm-hmm. yeah, Tim Lay giving real advice on how to get a job after you get out of prison you know and all and those so. and all the uh all the radio shows are archived on kbxl's uh web page so 941thevoice.com 941thevoice yeah. it's like so often i find myself you know you'll stop uh, well i was i was in line getting a coffee the other day and somebody says what do you do you know and it's like oh <laughs> man I, I there's no real easy answer to that but because there really isn't. It's like, what are you doing today? And I said, well, I'm going to the radio station. You know, so I don't know what that means. But I have that difficulty. And so what we're attempting to do, at least with the dot-com page, is to say, hey, this is what Victor Everson and Systemic Change are. And then it leads to everything else that we do. And we do it through Instagram. We do it through uh, the Facebook page. And we do it in any way that kind of gets our message across. And that uh, webpage, by the way, I realize we've been talking about this webpage. Uh, what is that? It's systemicchangeofid.org or .com. So we, we own both of them. We own both And of so them. if you type in systemicchangeofid.org, it's going to take you to the same place. Cool. So. And uh, like I said, Justin's this cool kid. Listen to his show. Uh, when you see Sugar Beet Factory, uh, <laughs> he has an energy about him that is... is uh, it's intoxicating, and I think you would like when you see him. I saw him at Even Steven. You were at Even Steven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he we have a good time. Yeah. I, you know, it's never. I talk with Eric about this, but it's never been a bad time. We've never had a gig yet that was just like, man, we yeah. bombed it, or that wasn't good. So, it, so far, it's been a pleasant experience. Yep, that's good. Justin, thank you for helping us, and thank you for helping me all the time. Uh, that's Justin Morris of KBXL. I so thank you for coming in. Hey, my pleasure, Mark. Okay. So that is our show for this Saturday. Uh, again, information about us. If you need information about Systemic Change of Idaho, go to www.systemicchangeofid.com or .org, or you can give us a call at area code 208 Four seven seven one zero zero six. Thank you so much for listening today. We look forward to seeing you next Saturday afternoon on Victory Over Senior.